Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed for the people of Fathom Church to be resourced to go deeper with God. I'm Kyle Knight. I'm the digital minister here at Fathom. Thank you all for listening um, wherever you're listening at. Uh, today, we've got um, our pastor, Chris, with us here. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> you doing good? Doing great. Doing, doing great. great, Kyle. Oh, great. Awesome. Well, um, this episode, we're going to be uh, Chris has preached the last couple Sundays um, as we're sort of close to wrapping up first Corinthians. He's preached the last couple Sundays on um, the resurrection. Um, and especially this past Sunday talking about our, our resurrected bodies, what that is, what that looks like um, all that, all that sort of good stuff. So if you haven't listened to um, especially the last couple weeks, uh, the, the podcast sermons, go ahead and listen to that. Um, because today we're just going to be kind of, kind of riffing back and forth a little bit on, um, on just, just speculation, some questions we've had. I know, um, from my, uh, perspective, our D group was talking about this last week of, um, of what our resurrected bodies will look like. I'm sure, um, if you're a believer, you've probably had these thoughts and you've probably always thought about what's it going to be like after we die. Um, and especially our resurrected bodies. So that's what pastor Chris talked about, um, this past Sunday. And so we're just going to, um, we're just going to talk about some questions we had, some, some, some things that kind of come to mind when we think of what's next after this life. And yeah, we were just, I mean, it was, it was last week we were just sitting in my office just kind of talking about this mm-hmm. and just, and so normally for a podcast, we have questions and we yeah. kind of have a plan, <laughs> a roadmap, but today we're just kind of going, I brought my Bible. Uh, we we're just going to kind of dig around and, and, and some of this is, let's just say it up front. I mean, a lot of this is just going to be speculation. Right. Like some of this we can infer from the text. Um, uh, but a lot of this is guesswork and, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's just kind of fun. I mean, at some level yeah. it's, it's just, I don't think there's anything wrong with kind of doing some speculation work and saying, Hey, this is not scripture. We're not going to bank all of our, mm-hmm. all of our chips in on, on some of these thoughts, but it should be fun. And, uh, actually Matt, uh, Oh, there's my phone ringing right during the middle of a oh, wow. podcast. And really, it is, you know what? It's Science. totally a telemarketer. We're going to keep oh. that in. Oh man. Probably keep political. Kyle. Yep. Probably. probably political. Probably. Uh, I, I'll silence my phone. <laughs> Apologize for that. No. Uh, so, so, a lot of this is going to be speculation. And Matt Chandler, uh, who's the president of our network that we're in X29, he sometimes uses the word, uh, we can use our redeemed imaginations, mm, I which like that. is, I, I, that's helpful to just say, yeah. okay, this may or may not be like right online. We're not going to veer into weird heresies. We might even dispel a couple of like bad theological points in this. Um, mm-hmm. But the the idea here is that we can just have some conversation about, now what is this? This is a strange uh, thing thinking about what it'll be like on the other side of eternity. Um, but let's, let's play with it a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I've, I've got some notes, which are actually just your sermon notes okay. um, that I'm looking at. And so I guess we'll start out with, um, when you talked about, um, our, our glorified bodies. Yep. Um, why don't you just, and maybe for people who didn't, hear it this past week, um, define what Paul is talking about when yeah. he says our, our, our glorified bodies, when you said in your sermon, 
that we will be glorified. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the theological word is glorification. So in, in, uh, you know, uh, if you were in the Fathom Academy Christian theology course with Mm -hmm. us this summer, or, uh, you've studied theology, uh, the process of salvation can be broken into, there's multiple categories, but let's just say three categories, uh, justification, which is when you are, uh, we would say born again or saved that, uh, your, your sins are justified and you are essentially, um, a Christian. That's the starting point of the salvation process. Uh, then be, uh, begins the process. I mean, immediately upon being justified, begins the process of sanctification. We call that progressive sanctification. That for the remainder of your life, you will be um, made more and more like Christ. And this is a cooperative event between the believer and God. So the the mm-hmm. Spirit fuels you to be sanctified, and you put in the effort uh, to be sanctified. But then there's the final part of the salvation process, which is called glorification. And glorification happens after you die and when your body is resurrected and you are at that point glorified. Now, um, that's that's a real technical word, but I'll read the the just a from from the text that we we studied this week. Um, he says, "So it is with the re- this is a uh, First Corinthians fifteen forty two. So it is with the resurrection of the dead." What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. So what is sown, your body, your current body is perishable. It breaks down. But what is raised is imperishable. Your glorified body is imperishable. It doesn't decay. It doesn't rot. It is not subject to disease or age or any of that that stuff. Uh, 43, it is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. There's that glory, glory word. Uh, it is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. Uh, and so those are those are some of the things that we talked about on Sunday. The idea being that uh, you will be raised after, like we said a few weeks ago, after you are sent to heaven, if we might mm-hmm. use that language, uh, where you are with Jesus immediately upon your death, um, waiting essentially in this disembodied state until the return of Christ, the second coming of Christ, mm-hmm. when he will uh, reunite your soul with a resurrected body. Uh, and that body then is, uh, of a different kind. And the, the illustration he uses is that your body is like a seed that is planted in the ground, but it will be raised and it will look like a piece of fruit that comes off of, out of that mm-hmm. seed. It, you are no longer the seed. You are now the fruit or the change, the transformed, the glorified version of yourself. And I think it's it's important to mention, I guess, before that in your sermon, you talked about how you will be you. Yeah. Like we we will, like you said, you will be Chris Martin. Like yeah. I will be Kyle Knight. And, and so that part, for me personally, I feel like that part's the the part that I'm like, I, I get that part. Like I'll be myself. Like I'll, I'll be me. But yeah, then you get into this kind of glorified state of what, and I, and I, I feel like, and that's where like our D group went of like, what does that look like? Yeah. Like what? And, and I know you talked, um, and maybe we'll, maybe we'll get into this now or, or, or whatever, but I know you talked about, um, uh, that our, that we will be like Jesus and, and, mm-hmm. and what the scars that Jesus had, the, the wounds that he had from his crucifixion, um, 
and how we will be like that too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to just, I mean, we could just yeah, get so, into some Yeah, so I mean, this. so like some questions that people have mm-hmm. are like, okay, so great. I will have a resurrected body, a glorified body. It will be um, not, it will be not subject to decay. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not going to be, uh, you know, you can't get hurt. Yeah. Or you can't, you're not, you're not going to get coronavirus like some yeah. resurrection version of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like you are no longer there. There is none of that stuff uh, in the the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, but people will be like, okay, so what about age? Like right. what age am I going to be? Are you the age that you are when you die? Mm-hmm. Um, are you the age that you like, do you get to choose? You choose. Is, yeah. Is age even a thing? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's very much a linear thought process around kind right. of our timeline as mortal beings. And so, so I, again, I don't have good answers for that. Like there is no biblical answer as far as I can tell. Uh, all I know is that, uh, is, is that you will be, um, some, some will say made perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, some will say, uh, you know, the the text uses the word power it uses the word imperishable mm-hmm. is uses the word glorified i mean whatever you are like you're you're your best you you know mm-hmm. so maybe that has an age like maybe you're like a, like i said in my sermon like maybe you peak at 25 and you're like hey all right man 25 <laughs> me that's what i'm going to be in eternity i don't yeah. know um but the reality is you will still be you you'll just be um i think some sort of ageless you know, perfect version of your body. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's, that's one of those weird ones where it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about it. Like, so Jesus, Jesus resurrected body is, you know, it says that we're going to have, um, that we will be like the, we will be like the, the spiritual man. Is that exactly what, uh, the man of heaven? I yep. apologize, man yep. of heaven, just as we have borne the image of man of dust, that's Adam. That's our physical bodies. Mm-hmm. Now we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. So that's this reference to the resurrected Christ. So, you know, I made a little quip about like, will we eat food in heaven? So, so, uh, you know, I said, chipotle. I made the, I made the chipotle joke, which <laughs> yeah, I think so, but, but the, so. I mean, so here's the thing, like you won't need to, right. Because you don't need to get sustenance the mm-hmm. same way and nutrition mm-hmm. the same way that your physical body now does. But the, I mean, eating is not just about nutrition and sustenance. It's yeah. about flavor. It's about experience. It's mm-hmm. about taste and smell and drink. And I like in Revelation, it talks about the the, the, the uh, resurrection as like this supper, like this wedding feast, this banquet. So man, I, I would wager that, yeah, like you don't have to eat in eternity, mm-hmm. but you get to. Yeah. And yeah. you don't, you know, you know, you, you, you're, you're not subject to any of the, uh, ales that might come. You, you're never going to be starving and you're never going to be sick from food. And you're, I right. mean, it's just going to be the best, the best food, the best wine, the best. I mean, it's going to be the best. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are, those are just some of the things that you, you can, we can use this redeemed imagination to think like, man, right. even, even those are just earthly words. We're trying to put to a concept of it will be awesome. Like, yeah. And I, and I think that's hard. I think I like your, your like using your redeemed imagination to, to think about this because even in our group, it's one of those things that we just kind of start talking about, well, man, it says in, in, in power, like, are we going to be like, like 
superhero power, yeah. like buff, like, oh man. <laughs> and so then we started like thinking of that about that, but yeah, thinking about the age and like all, all that other kind of stuff, it's, you, you could get into talking about time and what that even looks like, but that would be a long conversation. But so, so there's a lot of these things that we can, you know, just kind of using that imagination on and, and speculating on and food, what we will mm-hmm, look like, mm-hmm. all that other kind of stuff. Um, I would love to get into um, how you kind of talked about scars and how you yeah. kind of talked about um, in, in looking at Jesus's resurrected body and how he had the scars in his hands, the, the scar yeah. in his side and how, you know, Thomas felt that yeah. and he had those, but I thought it was very interesting that you brought up. He, it, it doesn't seem like he had all of his scars, yeah. like from the crucifixion that was, that was horrible and yeah. what he went through. And, and, and you see depictions of in, in art and in movies of Jesus as he's resurrected um, that have the scars that it talks about in his hands and in his side. But for the most part, you don't see anything else. Crown of thorns that was on him, the yep. whipping that he yep. took on his back. So what do you like? What, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so this is, and I, and I think I said it in the sermon that like, it's, this is debated. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So like some guys I read just say, nah, like Jesus, Jesus marks on his hands and his feet and his sides. Those marks uh, were, were a kind of a one-time thing because it was a sign of the, the essentially the atoning work of Christ on the cross that like that happened once. And that that's not what we're going to, we're not going to have anything like that. Like he, Um, he, he kind of needed that to show. And and then, and it's, and, and it's just that, 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 that was part of, part and parcel and unique to Christ. So we cannot right. say that the Bible prescripts that we will have scars. Um, but I really, I, I think I like the idea that, um, okay. Um, the things that you go through on this, on your time in earth on earth, um, they, they mark you for good and for bad at times. Mm-hmm. Um, they develop you into who you are. They become a part of you. Um, and, and so while I don't think all scars are going to be there in, in eternity, I do think, and I think I said it in the sermon that there's like, there's parts of my, my story, both emotional scars, physical things right. that it's like, yeah, you know, that's, it will not be like the, the, maybe that will color who I am in my resurrected body. But the reality Mm -hmm. is, um, they will not be, they will not be, um, painful. They will not be reminders of you. You won't look at them and be like, man, that was, you know, awful or what, like they will be completely and entirely redeemed. Right. Like, like Jesus isn't showing his, his hands and his feet to Thomas and being like, man, that was really awful. Wasn't it? Mm -hmm. He's like, he's like, look, this is who I am. I, I went to the cross for you. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Like, so, you know, the question becomes like, well, if you get your leg, you know, like a, a amputated or something, are right. you just going to have one leg in heaven? Right. And it's like, no, yeah. I don't think that's what, like, I think you're going to have a, sure. you will be, it will not be a loss. Right. Whatever scar you might have, if that's how it works, it would not be a loss, but it would rather be, mm-hmm. um, it would be something that, that is a part of you that is glorified. That is right. like, 
that's 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 actually one of the main things I want to say is that um, no matter what actually occurs um, and what your resurrected body is like, it's not going to be bad. It's not going to be a loss. Right. So, like, here's an example. Sometimes people will say, "Oh, I don't really want Jesus to return. I don't really want to die and be resurrected because." I really want to experience this, this, yeah, this, not and yet. this, not yet, not mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have things I want to do and yeah. experience as if dying and being resurrected, um, is worse than, right. Or is a loss in comparison to some experience right. you might be able to attain this side of eternity. And like we'll actually be like there, like missing. Oh man. Oh, man. I, if only I didn't get married like, like or like, regrets. I just really want, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So marriage is a, is a, mm-hmm. is a good one, right? Like, okay. Uh, for a single person, uh, uh, I, I would, uh, I want Jesus to come back after. Oh, I had those thoughts. Uh, yeah. I mean, totally. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, it's the same with children. Like yeah. you want to have kids, you want to see your kids grow up. You want to have grandkids. Like there's lots and lots of things you want to have success in, in right. your career. You want to experience things. You want to see the grand Canyon. You want to go, you know, skydiving. I mean, whatever your, yeah. your proverbial bucket list might be, <laughs> um, there's this, I think it's a fallacy to think that, man, if Jesus comes back too quick, like I'm going to miss out on mm-hmm. something. Like I'll be sad. I'll lose in some right. way. And the reality is this, like every single time that you read about the resurrection uh, in the New Testament, specifically in Paul, Paul's like, listen, it's better. Like that's what he said uh, in Romans. When, mm-hmm. when I, again, I quoted this uh, in uh, on Sunday or not. Was it Romans? No, Philippians one. I'm sorry. Philippians one. Uh, I quoted on Sunday. Uh, let me just pull it up because I'll just read it again because it's uh, it is just I think it's the the perfect passage to Philippians kind of, one or three. Um, I think you had both of them in there. Is it? I think it's uh, at the end. At the very end, yeah. What? Uh, one twenty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Uh, for to mm-hmm. me, this is Paul, right? And he's in. Remember, in Philippi, he's he's in jail right now. He's in prison yeah. writing this letter to the Philippians. For to me. To live is Christ and to die is gain. So he's like, yeah, if I can live, and that's awesome. I've got stuff to do for, for Jesus, but yeah. to die is gain. That's yeah. like more. That's like better. And then he says, if I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor, labor for me. Yet, which shall I choose? I cannot tell. Mm-hmm. I am hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ for that is far better. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, you've got to believe that eternity in a resurrected body with Jesus, where mm-hmm. there are no more tears and there are no more, there's no more pain and all things are put right. Like that is going to far outshadow whatever experiences you might think right. you want to have on, on this earth. And that's not to diminish life on this earth. Mm-hmm. Life on this earth is great. It, he says it's, you know, I could do great things for Christ and I'll be around to do those things. Yeah. But when you get to be with Christ, it is gain. Now, that's a mind blower mm-hmm. for us because for most of church history, people have actually believed that because right. their lives their lives were hard and they were not built around comfort and pleasure right. like us in the West, in modern this modern world, this mm-hmm. cultural moment we live in. Like if you are suffering, if you're starving, if you're cold, you, you dream about eternity. For most of us, yeah. we're like, yeah. I, I like that as long as I live to, you know, be 85 on my rocker right. and just like the notebook, I fall asleep with my wife in yeah, my bed it's and, gotta we, be perfect and we die and like, the yep. same night. Like, 
okay, yeah, that's that is a problematic, yeah, you know, eschatology. Yeah, I think it's a good reminder for us to to remind ourselves that like Paul, whenever he brings up the resurrection and eternity with Jesus, it's never in a way of like, yeah, but like, oh, uh, well, there's gonna be there's gonna be the resurrection. Just be prepared for that. Yeah. It's always like it. This will be so much better, and it's and it's not just better. It's much much better that we totally. can't even. And fathom. that's why. And that's why he oh, nice well played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was clever. Yeah, it's you. it's uh, again. I use the illustration of of uh, preparing for a race. Yeah, right. Like the, mm-hmm. this idea that um, while you're here, you're preparing for the day. Right. You don't just wait for the day, but uh, but you 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 are living in light of that. You're you're living in light of eternity. You're mm-hmm. living like you are marching towards that great and glorious day of the Lord when he will come back, the trumpet will sound and all things will be made new, including Mm -hmm. you like that. That should drive you then to live a certain way today. And that's what Jesus said in the gospels when he's using parables, like uh, the parable of the virgins and the lamps. And I mean, all these parables that are about like preparing for the day that Christ returns. That's the whole idea is like when he gets back, it's going to be legit. So let's like, let's, let's be ready for that. Mm-hmm. Let's get, let's get to work now so that when we get to the day of that race, like I said, in the illustration, you're going to run well because you've trained your whole life for it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you said, you said how you live matters. That was your yep. kind of like your yep. last point. And I think that's also important for us when we're, when we're thinking of eternity with, with Christ is that, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, to me, it's almost like the flip side of, um, uh, of, of what Paul was saying that like, Oh, like this, this is much better and us kind of thinking here, like, yeah, but I want to get to this certain point, but to kind of flip that in reverse and say like, yeah, but what we do here, like we do here matter. So don't, so don't give up. Don't yeah. just be like, you know, that is so much better. So then like, what is, what's the point? Like, yeah. what am, what am I doing here? Like, yeah, and that's what I do matter. And that's, and that's where the the pendulum can swing, yeah. right? Like you can get to unhealthy places where you start to believe that um you just want to escape, yeah. right? Like I just it, like uh, you don't hear in Paul's language like man, this life is just so awful that I just want like Paul's life was hard and yet he mm-hmm. says, "Listen, to live is Christ. Like God has work for me to do. Yeah. I want to be a part of that. I want to be faithful to that. I want to I mean, even Jesus in his par- in the parable of the talents, he divvies out these talents and he's like, what you do with these talents mm-hmm. is where we get the well done, good and faithful servant. Like that's where we get that language. You know, uh, what mm-hmm. you have done with little, uh, you, you will now do, I will entrust with you, you with more. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I love that idea that, that how we, how we live now actually will affect who we are in eternity. Um, and that, that, that does give us kind of a little bit of a, a prod to say like, yeah, let's live this thing out. Let's live. Right. Not, not that today is all there is. And mm-hmm. so let's, but, but let's also not live like the, like eternity is all there is because there is both. And it yeah. seems like finding that, that balance is, is kind of the right place. Um, that's at least how I, how I'm seeing this. Text, yeah. Cause so. if, cause if we're thinking like, you know, we're, we're going to get this glorified body and it's going to be perfected. I think sometimes it's like, well, then I don't like you 
um, your, your, your running analogy. It's just, well, then I'm not, I'm not going to stay healthy or like, like why, like why do all that and like do all that work when I, I know that God's going to give me this new body, whatever it is, and it's going to be better. But then I also, if like thinking about that again, going, it's, it's at that point, like, it's not going to, it's almost just like, it's not going to matter. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's, and it's, it's just helpful. Like I, 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 I'm pretty, it's pretty clear that, um, that the, the, the physical you is going to, uh, in some way be picked up on in the physical resurrected you mm-hmm. like uh you and i were talking earlier uh or last week and and uh and it's not like there's um so so again like i've mentioned plato a few times in these sermons yeah. it's like it's not like the platonic idea that like there is the form of humanity mm-hmm. that you will all become in you know in eternity like there's the perfect man and you just, we're all going to, it's not like we're, yeah, all, we're all like be angels like, and shining and yeah, all the and, same. And that's, so this is, where, and that's, this is where this begins to dispel some really, <laughs> I think, bad theology. Right. So like, listen, you don't become an angel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you don't die, go to, it's not like, oh, the grandpa's my guardian angel. Now. It's like, no, it's like, no. you're not, you, you don't become an angel. Mm-hmm. You're not androgynous. You're not like what, like a lemming or like a automaton yeah. up and up yeah. in heaven where it's just like an army of like, you know, perfect people. Like it's, you are you, like you are the person that you are and it's, and it, it, you will be unique. And, and the other thing is, uh, one of the things that, that sometimes gets asked is like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And what are we going to like, you know, you you sing amazing grace and it's like 10,000 years of singing this song on a cloud (laughs) with a harp and like an angel, like, no, like, Actually, the prophet Isaiah says that you'll be building houses and you'll be cultivating the land. Yeah. Like there's going to be, there will be work even, I mm-hmm. think, like mm-hmm. redeemed work. So if you think back to, okay, think back to Genesis. In Genesis 1 and 2, God creates all things. He creates Adam and Eve and he creates the garden, places them in the garden and begins this, the the cultural mandate is given to them, be fruitful and multiply, yep. right? So that's sweet. And, you know, cultivate the Get ground <laughs> like essentially yeah. he gives mm-hmm. he gives humanity work to do yeah. before humanity sins and rebellion against him and then work is cursed in genesis yeah. chapter three where it says now as you work it will be toil it will be labor yeah. it will work against you it'll be hard and so essentially i think that in you know the new heavens and the new earth there's a good chance we're going to be doing work redeemed work fulfilling work like mm-hmm. work and play essentially become the same thing there's no more toil there's no more labor it's not like oh i got a bad case of yeah the I, I feel like when you said that first like we'll be building houses and working the, i i know there's some people listening that are just like now that's all metaphor uh, work right? because we but but also that's our that's how we think of work yeah it's a fallen you know, it's, version of yeah. it like work is meant to be fulfilling yeah. and joyous and uh, like it, like, and, and if you look back and I mean, it is before sin that mm-hmm. God gave us work to do. So work is really good. It's godly. It's, it's part of God's creative order. And I think in the new creation, there will be work for us to do right. uh, I, how, how we can get our little peanut brains around that. I have no <laughs> idea, but it, it would seem that you listen, you're not just up there singing, Lord, I lift your name on high for 10,000 years. Right. Like, that sounds like poke my eyes out. Right. <laughs> 
Now you will be worshiping, but worship is far more than just like singing. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it is a lifestyle of, mm-hmm. with Jesus in, encouraging, engaging, loving, serving, like all of that gets wrapped up into eternity into this glorious picture. And again, it's not going to, it's not going to be a loss. Yeah. You're not going to be like, Oh man, I got bored in, in eternity. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I wish I had something else to do. I wish I could just, you know, like it's going I wish to I could be, just go back to like, but it, and the, it's just going to be, an, it's yeah. going to be legit. Like the whole, like yeah. every aspect of it is going to be glorified. Legit. Re- <laughs> yeah. Legit is legit. the biblical term. <laughs> it's in the Greek. Um, I get maybe one other, like we kind of skirted by this like pretty quickly, but another thing people kind of think about is, um, and I know we sort of talked about our, our, our glorified bodies. Mm. We will still be us, although different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think one of, to me personally, one of the first things that always comes to my mind in talking about that is, um, will I recognize my loved ones? Mm. Will I, um, will they recognize me? Will I, will I, I mean, I I'm thinking of my family. Will will I, will I know my wife up there? Will yeah. she be my wife up there? Will I know my kids? Will I know my, my grandparents who have passed away decades ago? It's, it's, it's one of those things that I get. That's the, that's one of those. That's, I feel like hard for a lot of us when it comes to like family yeah. and being a, are we, will we be able to recognize each other if things are so different or will we look the same or, or does that even, does that even matter? Like that, that's one of those things that, yeah. but that's like an emotional thing. I feel like when we talk about heaven or yeah. whatever that is, it's like being with Jesus and being with like being all together. It's like, well, will I care to be like, where's my, where's my family? I want to, I want to be with them too. Yeah. So I read a book uh, by John Piper, my first year of marriage called this momentary marriage, this mm-hmm. momentary marriage, um, which was very kind of disorienting. Cause I was fresh married, <laughs> fresh married. And essentially he's like, yeah, you don't, you're not married in eternity. And I was like, Oh, great book to read. Right. Awesome. When you get married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, so, so here's, I, I mean, again, a lot of this is speculative. Yeah. Okay. So no one is, don't, don't anybody write a book on this or like quote it as gospel, but yeah. it doesn't seem to me biblically that marriage in eternity is like it is here Mm -hmm. Uh, because marriage here is meant to essentially be a signpost or, uh, uh, you know, a mirror as it were of what it is like for Christ and his people to be in relationship. Like we see this in Ephesians five, right? Like that, like your marriage is meant to be a picture of what the perfect relationship between God and his people is now. That being said, um, marriage was something that was pre-fall as well, right? Adam and Eve mm-hmm. were married, the first couple, mm-hmm. before the fall. So what does that look like in eternity? I don't know, but, uh, but, but it doesn't seem that marriage is like the same thing right. here as it is there. Now, I don't know what that means mm-hmm. completely. But then to, to the larger question, like, will I be able to recognize people? Like, will I know my wife? Will I know my daughter? Like those things. I, it seems to me that that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because Jesus is both recognized and recognizable, right? right? Like he, he, like there are times where he's sh- like uh, in, in the gospel of John, I was just reading uh, this, that, that, you know, he shows up 
in the resurrection, Mary's like, she thinks he's the gardener, right? Well, it's yeah. like John 20 or John 21. Mm-hmm. She thinks he's the gardener and, and, and he's like, Mary. And then she's like, Jesus, right, you know, yeah. I mean, right like that, so there's like these moments yeah. where like camo Jesus shows up and he's able to like blend in with like the gardeners oh, or whatever, but then he just like flips a switch and they recognize yeah. it. So there's, there is this recognizability, mm-hmm. at least with the risen Christ that I would think would play out into eternity, that you would be able to recognize, um, one another, um, that you would be in relationship with one another. That would, I think that would make sense. Uh, what that looks like in a completely redeemed sense. I have no idea, man. Um, Mm -hmm. but again, back to one of the things we've said in this podcast, it will not be a loss, right? Like whatever it is, it's better than this. Mm -hmm. So you love your marriage. Now you love your wife, you love your kids. Like that's, that, that, that sounds good. Um, the reality is, Mm -hmm. um, you will love them better, more, it'll be glorified, right? Mm -hmm. Like it will be better. Yeah. It will not be a loss in eternity. You won't be like up in eternity. Well, I guess up is again, these are, these are the things that are so ingrained yep. in yep. our language mm-hmm. patterns. Mm-hmm. You will be in the new heavens and the new <laughs> earth doing new redeemed work with your new redeemed body. Jesus, God, the Holy spirit, everybody's just hanging out together, yep. whatever that even means. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to be like, man, I really loved my honeymoon in Wara. It, not Wara's goodness. In Cozumel. <laughs> Yeah, no, my wife, would, my wife, I've been to both and they are different places. Very different. <laughs> Very different. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're not going to be like, dang it. I wish I was back on right. planet earth with my, it, like again, planet earth. You are on planet earth, the new heavens, new earth. This is all very bizarre. Like all of this yeah. linguistically is kind of hard for us to get our brains around. Well, and I think as we're, we're kind of running out of time just to wrap things up, I think that's. To, to me, that's one of the major points to remember as sometimes Christians get so caught up in talking about what it's going to be like, all those kind of things they get in. We get into the nuances of like, oh, I hope I'm a younger version of myself, all this other kind of stuff. And yeah, well, there'd be food, all that kind of stuff. But um, but to remember that Paul said it's 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 much better. Yeah, um, that I think we can really just like hang our hat on it and yeah. be like, that's what, um, pastor Chris last few thoughts of, um, our, our resurrected bodies, anything else? Yeah. Like, I think that's, I think you're right, Kyle, to say like, um, the reality, the thing we need to remember is that this is the end. This is the moment of our like salvation process being completed. Mm-hmm. Like that's when it, we, we will be complete. Like it says, first John says that, um, that we will like, we will see Christ as he is like, we like, these are the language that's used. We will be face to face. Like we will like, these are, these are, um, yeah. Like as much as you just said, you can get totally bogged down in these little nuanced conversations, which is fun. Like we just had fun. That was a fun, which is really like, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Really like to go back to like everything we've been talking about the last two months in first Corinthians is all these, we get, sometimes we get bogged down by these little things and these things. And then we made it to these last few weeks, which is the resurrection. Like that's that's the important. It's it's keeping first things first. Like you'll be with Christ. You will be redeemed. Mm -hmm. Like here, why don't we, why don't we end by reading revelation 21? Because it's just like the, the picture 
the picture is so beautiful. Um, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And it keeps, I mean, it keeps going. Uh, but then all the way to chapter 22, um, he says, uh, he who testifies these things says, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come Lord Jesus, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with mm. all. Like the end of this book, the end of the story, the end of the scriptures is come Lord Jesus. And it's, and it's, it is like this anticipation, but it's also like, we want you to come back because we trust that the vision of the mm -hmm. end, that 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 the resurrection, that the age to come, the new heavens and the new earth, eternal life, whatever mm -hmm. language you want to put to it, is gonna be better. It's gonna be perfect. It's going to be the best. Amen. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we're out of time. Uh, thank you, church, for for listening. Um, hopefully we'll see you on on Sunday again. You can register for your seat online fathomchurch.org um, 9 and 11 or we're live streaming both of them so hopefully you'll join us in one way or the other um, thank you Chris yeah um, it was good uh, hopefully this is encouraging to you church um, but yeah if you have any other like questions or anything else that like kind of comes up between these um, text our line if you want to I don't even know that number 720-507-8687 there it is there it is. Or send us an email. Um, we love you, church. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.